got me started. Well, something definitely got this inspirational woman started. And uh, she is the Two Oceans, known as one of the most beautiful races in the world. The race director, Deborah Barnes. Welcome, Deborah. Welcome to Sport Tracks. Good evening and thank you for having me. I mean, this is so exciting, but I have to ask, what exactly does a race director actually do? Well, you know, it's like pulling all the strings together and making sure that everything is in unison, but also having to deal with some of the, you know, very a lot of the challenges that come our way um, and to obviously make sure that runners get to the start line, um, you know, safely. <laughs> so there's a lot that the race director has to do. So it sounds like you definitely get your hands dirty. Congratulations, by the way. You have a brand new sponsor. That is incredible. You must be Thank so you. proud. We are. We are so excited. And what a beautiful fit and alignment for us. I mean, Total Sports is, you know, they, they are growing, running. They, they love the idea of, of running and, and capturing the runners' hearts as we do. Um, and it's such a great partnership. And we've got great things ahead of us. Oh, I can only just picture this race with your sponsor proudly next to you. Now, there must have been challenges. You were out of pocket for two years, I would imagine, due to COVID. Now, as the race organizer, I mean, what are the challenges you're facing running or putting together the two oceans? Well, it's been a difficult two years, as you can imagine. I mean, you know that we cancelled the first event in 2020, right at the 11th hour, you know, and it was very challenging for us. Uh, We had spent all our money already on on the on the event infrastructure and stuff and then you know the runners are not were not happy for having not been able to run this beautiful race for two years in a row. So to come back to this twenty twenty two, um in spite of the challenges and having to implement a very stringent and strong um COVID management plan, we've been more determined than ever to get this event going and you know bring some joy to the hearts of the runners again. Mm. Now, I know a lot of the runners are questioning, uh, you know, because this is the last weekend for the ballot, for the draw. Uh, take us through, how does it work for the uh, both the ultra and the half marathon to enter? So basically, when you enter, um, you have to enter the pool, you know, and, and you get a period of time in which, in which to enter what we call the ballot. That ballot closes tomorrow evening. And then from Monday and subsequent days during the week, we then draw certain, you know, numbers of runners based on, you know, the um, qualification, based on the number of runs they've had. So it's quite a process, you know, um, And but we feel it's the, probably the most fair way to ensure that everyone has an equal opportunity to get into the race. Now, and of course, also you've got your charity entry, so they could just enter by a charity entry, support a charity and enter and get in straight away. Well, it sounds like you are expecting a big event this year. We are, you know, I mean, we have to obviously align ourselves to uh, or our plans to the COVID and the, the Disaster Management Act as it currently stands. But with most, like most events, we've also put forward our um, application to the Minister of Sport. We believe we're going to be um, having, uh, you know, a lot more runners than what um, we we thought we would in the beginning. But we're ready for any number of runners to start at that, you know, on that day. I would imagine. I mean, is there a secret to putting this together, Deborah Barnes? I mean, to ensure that you <laughs> that you have an, a successful race. You know, I think it all comes down to your planning and your early planning right up front. And and secondly, is to be prepared for every eventuality. So it's almost like you need to have multiple plans 
that in the event this happens, you can switch to that plan. So it's just being adaptive and also innovative and just being strong, you know. Mm. Things will happen, but it's how you get through it that, that counts in the end. And are there any changes to this year, uh, this year's event? Yes, well, this year for the first time we're running the event over two days. Um, you know, the COVID uh, pandemic has forced us to look at how do we make sure that we can run a safe event. We put in an early application to the city of Cape Town to run the half on the Saturday and the ultra on the Sunday, and also to ensure that we can accommodate as many runners as possible. So we threw that line, we're over that line, and um, those, that's the one change. No other changes other than when you enter, you either have to um, upload or um, have proof of vaccination. We're not forcing people to vaccinate. And if you're not vaccinated, we're asking you to um, present a negative test with, within 48 hours before the event. Well, that's very important news indeed. I mean, is there anything in particular that the athletes should get excited about, about this year's Two Oceans? Uh- Yes, I think very definitely the Total Sports Partnership. I mean, like I said, they're so aligned to running and the running community. So there's going to be some great, you know, um, offers and opportunities for them to to really work um, and and get, you know, involved with the Total Sport brand. Now, a lot of people were looking forward and are looking forward to the 2022 edition. Is there a particular advice that you would give to the race participants to have a great race, having waited for two years? Yes, I think, you know, it always helps to, to, to have some kind of run um, in the legs before, well before you and you run the two oceans. You know, we do ask for runners to qualify. Um, this year, we understand that there hasn't been many opportunities to qualify. So, you know, we are even accepting a, a, a formally t- organized virtual run that time if it's been timed on a, on a specific device. So, we, you know, we want runners to be healthy and, and um, to get to the start line and, and not compromise their safety. To stick to the rules, we're not implementing rules just for the sake of it, but it's all aimed at ensuring that everyone who runs the event is safe. Mm. Tell me something. How does one qualify for the two oceans? I may be a little bit late in the game, but I'm still maybe, Most you know, for the... <laughs> you would have to run an, an event, um, any event, um, prior to, uh, from 1 July 2021, um, a, a certain distance, is a, 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 an actual um, marathon you would have to run in order to qualify for the ultra marathon. So it's really about running an event before um, you take on the Two Oceans Marathon and, and, and just keep fit, you know. If you've had COVID, um, you need to look at, how, you know, how, if you're completely over COVID because there is a, a risk when you when you carrying the long COVID symptoms and you need to go and get checked. And obviously, if you're feeling that you're not particularly up to it, then don't run. But if your doctor says you're fine to run, then, you know, that will that will be great. Mm. Well, it sounds like you have got this race from start to the end in your capable hands, Deborah Barnes. <laughs> we are very excited. Before I let you go, I want to quickly find out, for those who don't know, why is it called the Two Oceans Marathon? Well, you know, it started in 1970, um, way back when, and the people that are, you know, were running in the 70s, and it's, it's basically, you know, it's sort of taking, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a chance because we don't really run along the Atlantic and the, and the Indian Ocean, mm-hmm. but when you, you run um, past Musenberg, you're running along a beautiful ocean, and then you'd run up Chapman's Peak, and you're seeing another beautiful vista of, of an ocean, so it's it's really you know, getting two wonderful, spectacular views of ocean. 
Well, I can tell you it's still going to be stunning as well as challenging and an incredible one. We can't wait. Come the 16th and 17th of October. Did I get the dates right? April. April, April. Yes. So um, make Looking sure to see you <laughs> we would love to be there. I know the team, uh, you know, my producer as well as Finney, we are so super excited to have the two oceans. You know, it's an iconic race back on the map and putting, uh, you know, South Africa and its athletes where they belong. I mean, is there any athletes that we should look out for? Any big names? Well, we- we are just um, loving the fact that Gerd Destain is joining us once again and Gongrum. So those are the reigning champions of the Two Oceans Marathon. Gerd will be going for hopefully a third consecutive win of Two Oceans Marathon. And, and Gongrum also will be hoping to double to make it a double. So we ex- we're pretty excited. We've got an amazing lineup of elite athletes this year. Oh, it looks like that it's uh, a race that the athletes will be going the full distance. Thank you so much, uh, Deborah Barnes. Really, really great chatting with you. Thank you so much. Good chatting to you too. Well, after two years of uncertainties that prevailed over the Two Oceans Marathon, you'll be happy to know it's back and they've, uh, what, signed a brand new title sponsor. That's right. Uh, it's even with COVID-19, South Africa's ultra marathons are coming out there in full force. Two Oceans Marathon. And uh, it's going to be an exciting race. Can't wait. What do they say? The most beautiful race in the